Welcome to the third episode in our podcast series. I'm Catherine McEwen, and I'm delighted to be talking with Carol Duncan on how we can support you right now in the amazing work you're doing as health workers. It's all about helping you survive and thrive. Our topic today is igniting the senses. So Carol, I hear you want to start the podcast a little bit differently today. So what's prompted that? Well, it's a raisin. And I'm not so sure that most people will understand that, except we've been talking in previous podcasts about mindfulness and mindful practice. And as you know, it's staying present in the moment for the moment and living in the present. And it's extraordinarily difficult to practice. And the evidence is clear that it is hard. And I think we were saying, please, you know, even if you can just breathe, if that's all you ever do, just breathe. But it, it made me think back to, well, how, how, how did the mindfulness training start? And talk about ignite the senses. The, uh, the raisin, I was in XL in London Conference Centre, which at the moment is now a field hospital called the Nightingale Hospital. And in there was this great auditorium where we were invited to be introduced to mindfulness and we were given a raisin. Now, by that time, I was ready to go to the door because I'm not so sure I understand uh, how a raisin could help me. But this is, again, uh, the theme, ignite the senses. There is something about being able to, just for a couple of minutes, take a raisin and look at its... um, its size, what it feels like, what it smells like, what you hear when you um, crunch it, um, what it tastes like when you put it in your mouth, um, what happens when you ruminate over a raisin. Well, if we withhold judgment as evidence has given us, the raisin is the starting point of understanding that we've got many things other than just eyes and ears Um, and that we sometimes, under pressure, in a crisis, we may not be present to the experience of something like eating, right? We're not present because we're present elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And therefore, there is something about for the well-being to ensure that we look at how we can um, offer up to ourselves some of these tools and techniques. And I honestly, at my breakfast this morning, I actually looked at a raisin and I thought, I'm jumping it down. I've got to do my exercises, got to do me, you know, all the, all the stuff you have to do. And suddenly I realized, stop. Now touch the raisin and put the raisin in your mouth. Honestly, you will taste it 10 times better than you ever do before if you stay present from the experience of eating it. So that's why it's sort of my joke. You went, I think, um, Carol, to a lot more upmarket training than me because when I did it, it was with a lemon. (laughs) 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 Okay, so getting getting to onto our topic of igniting the senses up, you know, I I think let's start with music as, um, you know, we all agree, I think, that music is um, the one thing that actually touches all of our senses, doesn't it? So, yeah, so so what what are your thoughts around that? 
Well, again, um, music to inspire is what I'm going to offer up as my lived experience. And uh, the inspiration that I got was um, back in London um, when in 2012 I was a, a volunteer for the London Olympics. Um, and it probably was, uh, you know, the book Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway probably comes to mind um, because the, um, it was Eddie Izzard who was on these videotapes with thousands of people being interviewed to be a volunteer, right? And we had to play scissors, paper, stone and stand on a bench and think, and I'm thinking, here I am, a professional person. I, you know, I coach elite people um, um, and I coach these wonderful people in the health service and I've come to volunteer and I'm asked to stand on a bench and play with Eddie Izzard, you know, paper stone. Anyway, this music then starts where they say, I want you to just hear the bid that won the London Olympics. And it was Heather Small, and it was called Proud. And if I could just um, offer you why the lyrics with the, with the music absolutely just resonated where I overcame all my um, judgment of this being a complete laugh to working the hardest time of my life and to giving my all to everything when I knew nothing um, about being a volunteer, especially in the Aquatic Centre for water polo. Um, anyway, the lyrics were, I look into the window of my mind, reflections of the fears I know I've left behind. I step out of the ordinary. I am on my way. You can't stop me now. And you can do the same. What have you done today to make you feel proud? It's never too late to try. What have you done to make you feel proud? You could be so many people. If you make that break, what have you done? Still so many answers I don't know. Realize that to question is how we grow. So step out of the ordinary. You're on your way. You can't stop now. And you can do the same, et cetera, et cetera. And if you heard it, you, I mean, it was inspirational. The, the music with the lyrics and it just inspired me and then I thought well actually music is an inspiration and I did things beyond what I could ever believe possible. So Carol I'm absolutely totally out of my league now because not only did I have a lemon instead of a raisin but my version of Olympics at the moment and my contribution to flattening the curve is um, I got my exercise ball out of the attic and I've been flattening the stomach curve with uh, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive so quite not in your league but I absolutely agree that motivation is absolutely uh, music is, is an absolute incredible um, motivator for us and 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 also a, a brilliant way not only to inspire us but, but for us to relax and um, and rejuvenate um, so I think you've got a, a little bit of a special um, guest for us today right well I'm so excited because the link to music for inspiration can come um, from this pop music to um, a woman of world acclaim, uh, and Celia Craig, hello. Hi, Carol. <laughs> and we may probably 
um, just introduce the thought that we've known each other for 36 years from a mm. career point of view, a personal point of view, um, from experience all the spectrum of joy and loss, um, fear, career um, highlights, lowlights. <laughs> um, yes. We've all between us both. And we started in London together and meet in um, Adelaide in Australia. And I'd love you to just actually give a quick synopsis of the adaptation that you have had the courage to take on um, to inspire others. Ah, well, um, I mean, I have, thank you, Carol. I've been, I've been an employed orchestral musician all my life, which is kind of the pinnacle of what you aspire to when you're being a, um, be, being a trained, you know, music college sort of uh, musician. If you get into an orchestra, great, you've done it, you've been there. And then after um, already having um, been in the BBC Symphony Orchestra at the Albert Hall and chairman of the BBC Symphony Orchestra as well, um, I'm married to an Australian, which is why I'm here. And he says to me, I think it's time to come home. So to start with, I quit the big job and sailed over to Australia, as I know you've done as well, and reinvented myself as a freelance player in Sydney. Then I got the principal oboe job of the Adelaide Symphony, and I've done that job living in Adelaide, which is a wonderful city, for eight years. And then just recently, in the last year, after the Master of the Queen's Music, Judith Weir, wrote me a concerto, I've um, got, got into the lifeboat and uh, sort of set sail as a freelance player. So I'm having to reinvent myself completely as a solo artist now. And could we, could we share some news as a result of this amazing journey? Because I think you had news just this morning to give hope I for others. I did actually have news this morning, which is very exciting. I had news about um, um, uh, Arts Essays Fellowship uh, Grants. So they've just awarded me a fellowship to study new artistic directions in South Australia. And um, yeah, that's really big news, particularly awkward news in this in this incredibly difficult financing climate, climate you know, uh, situation for musicians. But anyway, it's um, it's great to have that validation of uh, trying to find a new path. So a quick um, example, Celia, of you know um, being agile and adapting, and um, just continuing to have hope of being where you want to be, isn't it? So it's definitely relevant to what people are experiencing right this moment. And I believe you're going to um, talk a little bit about how you bring music um, in, in terms of well-being in hospitals. And yes, well, I mean, having so, um, uh, so many colleagues who have uh, been devastated by this situation at the moment, I mean, um, everybody's lost their income, everybody's lost their forward concerts and everything. But in terms of music as an inspiration, we're all, you know, emotionally uh, distraught because we can't work together. And the working together thing, when you're, when you're interacting with somebody, you're communicating with them on a completely different level. We, we, the musicians, I play a phrase to somebody and they play it back again. It's just unbelievable um, uh, communication, which is uh, more than words. So... Um, I'm afraid I'm having to adapt what I'm doing and so are all my friends now into um, digital communication, a bit like we're doing now, editing recordings, bringing recordings out and also in our practice. I mean, literally, we have to do personal practice. And you've mentioned the phrase before in your podcast, which is reflective practice. That is actually what we do for a living, really. And suddenly yeah. that practice aspect is becoming so much more 
um, uh, sustaining to us. It is actually our raison d'etre, that's what we're there for. So we can use this, the senses, and we do, use the senses all the time to reflect on how, how, um, how we're creating our sounds, how we're um, actually uh, sending our sounds out to people. You know, are you projecting properly? That kind of thing. Uh, are, you, are you really saying what you want to say? And at the same time, um, how does it feel? How does it feel to you? Is your, is your, um, your physical posture what it needs to be? Is your breathing the way it needs to be? We've actually all got time to sit in our studios and do that kind of thing. So there are, there are upsides and downsides. And one of my freelance friends said to me recently, it's for the adaptation, the adaptation of uh, people, you know, the, the ones who can adapt to surviving the best. And, and, and we've been saying that, haven't we, Kathy, in terms of um, the, the agile, the emotional agility mm -hmm. to adapt. But also I'm hearing that you've got, um, you're making the most of the opportunity in this particular environment to actually really reset yourself, to, to actually really, you know, dig deep. And, and that's where the transfer is, as well as the joy that you offer up in the world that is so complex in those hospitals, I'm sure some of your music that I've heard um, must be so inspiring to bring hope, which is what the vision of the future has got to be. So I oh, believe, Julia, you're going to serve up that gift right now and um, give us some inspiration to um, ignite our senses, yeah? I would love to play a little thing um, to you now, which is very English music. And that's, that's um, really playing for me on the sense of home and uh, sanctuary of about, about English home for me and, and for some, some of the rest of us too. And mm. I played in um, Flinders Medical Centre. I have a, a thing where I'll go walk around the wards and play, which I'm loving, their arts and health. And uh, this is by Benjamin Britten. It's the first metamorphosis um, for six out of six solo metamorphoses for oboe.
Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. That's a real gift. Thank you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so um, instead of thoughts for the day, actually, probably what we'll do today is leave you um, from this podcast with getting you to reflect on a visual or a drawing of where you went to <laughs> today, because I'm sure that uh, like us, um, that music took you to a, a very different place. And let's pick up on what that drawing or visual is um, next time in our next podcast. So until then, we wish you hope, love and joy. Thank you for all that you're doing for us, our family, our friends and our communities. Please survive and thrive.